0: Welcome, current and future freedom jumpers. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, James Jenkins. Thanks for joining us for this episode 18 with my friend and colleague, Mr. Grayson Thompson from Dublin, Ohio. This is going to be a very useful and candid conversation for those of you who are still in the captive side of the insurance game. Grayson and I go way back, a lot further back than I think all of the people that you have heard from on this podcast so far. Uh, Grayson and I both used to be uh, farmer's agents back in the day, and he and I actually met in the fall of 2015. Yeah, way back in 15, back when Facebook ads uh, used to be like a silver bullet. Uh, we met at a, a mastermind for social media lead generation and had a lot of success with those strategies back in the day, and they've definitely evolved over the years. But uh, it's pretty cool to see Grayson's success. He and I have been on uh, somewhat parallel tracks the last several years, uh, making our freedom jumps, respectively. Uh, I've always uh, you know, kept up with him from afar, and I uh, really admire the way that he carries himself and runs his business Uh, I I enjoyed this conversation and I think you definitely will too so two quick housekeeping items I want to remind everyone of the Innovation 21 conference coming up in Tampa Florida the dates of the actual conference itself are November 4th 5th and 6th you can get all the information uh, book your ticket get accommodations and uh, Harbor Cruise information at the website IAOA.com. That's IAOA.com. You do not want to miss this uh, conference convention, I almost said, but it's really a a meeting of like-minded individuals. Uh, I have the privilege of being one of the keynote speakers at this year's conference. There are uh, several of us that have been chosen for the topics that we are very good at, So I do invite you to join me there in Tampa, the 4th through the 6th of November, and visit iaoa.com for all of that information. And secondly, is please take a moment and join our Facebook group, the Agency Freedom Podcast Facebook group. There is a lot of great community-minded content that can happen when freedom jumpers get together in a a group and just hash stuff out, an exchange of ideas, uh, a a delivery of solutions, uh, and sometimes just good old-fashioned encouragement and accountability. That is not really possible, Uh, with just a very small number of people uh, when we are trying to reach uh, basically everybody who is regularly listening to this podcast. So take just a second, go to the search bar on Facebook and type in Agency Freedom Podcast and join our group. Look forward to connecting with you personally there. As we uh, jump into this conversation with Grayson Thompson, please subscribe. Leave a review wherever you're listening and share Agency Freedom Podcast with someone in the captive insurance world who needs what we are doing. We are setting people free and altering career paths and the destinies of families. And we could not be more humble and motivated to continue uh, building this community that we've got. Uh, We are approaching 10,000 total downloads since launching in May, and that is just phenomenal. I had no idea this thing would take off like it has taken off. Thank you so much for the, the fun, the difficult journey that it is to learn how to be a podcast host. Because I've never done this before. Uh, and yeah, it's definitely had some bumps along the way. But I think overall, the content has been fantastic. Thanks in uh, large part to the people that are kind enough to spend some of their time uh, with us on these interviews. So that is it for now. We're going to roll the bumper and get into episode 18 with Grayson Thompson from Dublin, Ohio. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast. Thanks for joining us. There are two kinds of people in the insurance industry, those who are captive and those who are free. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast. There is so much I wish I would have known before I made the freedom jump to the independent side. I mean, even now, I feel like I'm learning something new every single month. We're all about helping insurance agency owners and sales professionals reach your maximum potential and flex your freedom. My team and I replaced six years of captive agency revenue in 17 months with Riskwell. 17 months, man, it's crazy. This show is where I share our successes, our failures, and what I've learned along the way. We lay out a blueprint of how to make your freedom jump from captive to indie to market domination. I'm bringing you colleagues from markets across the country with dozens of different specialties. They're eager to share their stories and best practices with you. I'm your host, James Jenkins. Welcome to Agency Freedom Podcast. Let's go. Hey there, Freedom Jumpers, James Jenkins here. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Agency Freedom Podcast, where we help our listeners go from captive to indie to market domination. I am really excited for this conversation, because unlike a lot of our guests, uh, I have known Grayson professionally for, um, gosh, what what was it, 2015 we met uh, back in the day? I think with that uh, that, uh, lead generation program. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what it was. So going on six years now, back when uh, Grayson and I were both uh, farmer's agents. Um, So yeah, this is episode 18. Uh, We are going to jump right in because I know from Grayson, he's got a lot going on. He will tell you himself. He is, quote unquote, a different sort of agent. Uh, He's doing some things that are non-traditional. And I know we're going to talk some. Uh, about uh, agency acquisition process, obviously the freedom jump. Uh, There's some real estate synergy. Uh, There's some pretty different and cool things that Grayson and his business partners are into. Uh, You definitely don't want to uh, have that 30-second skip forward active on this episode. Before we jump in, same three requests I have every episode. Please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Please drop a review if you're getting real value from AFP. And third and most importantly... Just like Grayson and I used to be captive agents, and we are now on the independent side of the industry. Someone listening to this uh, episode is wanting to go independent or at least curious about it, and they need what we have got. So please share the love with a captive person in your life. And with that, I am done with the housekeeping items. Please help me welcome Mr. Grayson Thompson from the great state of Ohio. Howdy, man. How's it going?
1: Not too bad. Thanks for having me on this. It's uh, a pleasure to be able to be on, you know, a podcast to be able to talk about, you know, the experience and whatnot, and to help out the other insurance agents. So that's what we're that's what we're here for. So,
0: man, I, I love your energy. I know you're into a million things. It's honestly hard figuring out how in the world we're gonna cram this into a normal sized episode, just because you are such a high performance guy, and I know your drive is off the charts. So just first question, man, I'd love for you to just give the people some background. What are you into at this point in your life? Um, you know, how did you get to this chapter where you are right now? And, and fill in whatever you want to tell us about uh, what you got going on right now, Grayson.
1: Um, so, I mean, it really has to do with just the, the story in general, right? You know, we all, all um, try to figure out how to, Push our business, push things to the next level. You know, I was a like James said, a prior farmers insurance agent, and always trying to push the envelope. And you know, when you get shut down so many times, when there's just corporate bogging you down, you you look for other avenues. You look to make a jump. You look at other industries. You look at other things. And um, I tell my business partner because now I'm in, I actually have a business partner. You know, we're we're splitting the business. It's important. You know, with that. Um, that's a big, a big thing we can talk about today. Cause everybody always, always asked about, you know, would you go in business with somebody or how do I get out of business with someone and all that stuff. So it's a really interesting, um, dynamic there, but, um, you know, where we got today is just, I wanted to take the industry, take the ability to be able to serve more people on a broad base and be able to give back our, our, um, opportunity to people, Right. We are always forcing um, a client into a product that they didn't need or didn't want. We're always forcing to sell one product, one offering, with that, with the you know farmers insurance. And and when I saw the opportunity to be licensed and work and take that jump, that leap of faith, that freedom jump, at the end of the day, it opened up so many doors. Um, you know, we we started this agency back in 2017. Uh, you know, as you can see here on my shirt, but, uh, but there (laughs) was, I had no idea. (laughs) Yeah, but there was, uh, there was, you know, there was an overlap period there. Um, as many, it's, it's super weird in Ohio and I don't know if it was the same way in Texas for you. Um, I have a bunch of farmer's agency friends that own independent Mm -hmm. agencies, not going to say who they are. They own their. Mm -hmm. They own their farmers' agents, and they own independent agencies. They run with their
0: wife, or their cousin, or something, or their own
1: self, for that matter. And it's you know, I saw that, and morally, ethically, all that stuff. I didn't feel like that was that was good. You know, I didn't want to do that. I don't want to run that side by side. Um, Yeah. You know, especially and
0: you, you know the whole breach of contract thing. It's kind of messy. It's a little bit not, messy. not a good idea from a business perspective.
1: Yeah, to to have that, and they could uh, and they could affect you not just by what you have with farmers, but elsewhere. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I've never been thing.
0: sued by a carrier, but I hear it's an unpleasant process.
1: I can only imagine. I have I've had some friends that have been sued by a carrier by farmers, believe it or not. So that's been fun. Um, you know, with no the thanks. Whole,
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. I'd rather avoid that if possible. (laughs) Thankfully, I don't think that's going to be relevant anymore for me or for you. So cheers to that.
1: Exactly, exactly. So again, just moving on from that experience to the next, you know, we just try to where we're at in our agency built a a different style of agency. Um, We're serving a, a similar clientele to everybody at the end of the day. You know, we work with lenders. We work with real estate agents. We do the same thing we did before, but at a much higher, better capacity at this point in time. We've developed what works for us, what other agencies haven't been able to develop in our market. You know what I mean. We're we're competing with um, the big fish, the big you know the big companies um, in a different level, and um, it's just opened up many doors, right? To to be able to find and and James, I know you've done this. It's like it's like, okay, I have an investor, right? Uh, somebody that needs a property, and, and it doesn't fit your current niche or marketplace, but you find that it's a niche that you can go after more. You go get another carrier that meets that need. Mm-hmm. right? You, you're able to do that. We're able to salt after the, the proper coverage, the proper forms, the proper everything. And that's so important um, instead of, again, fitting that square peg in the round hole that we had to do for so many years.
0: Well, one of the things we talked about really early on in this podcast, and if you haven't checked out our back catalog, for those of you that are finding Agency Freedom Podcast uh, with relatively current episodes or because I interviewed a friend of yours or whatever, those first seven episodes were chock full of really good content. Uh, one of the things we talk about was exactly what you just described, Grayson. I mean, one of the big turning points with my decision to leave the captive world uh, was because of an account that I won. Strangely enough, we had an investor uh, and they had needs uh, that they presented to us. And what I was able to get uh, Farmers and at that time uh, Foremost and Craft Lake to do uh, was not a perfect fit, but it was quote unquote good enough uh, for some people. The problem was I knew full well. That if I had access to, in that case specifically, it would have been uh, Nationwide or uh, the Hartford. Either one of those had really good appetite for that kind of real estate investor. If I had access to those carriers, it would have been a better fit for the client. And I was able to utilize my you know, sales skills and rapport and, and persuasion to win the deal. But man, that felt dirty afterwards. I'm just like, I know Farmers is not the best fit for this guy. Yeah. And I won the deal, but I felt really bad about it. And at that point, it's like, look, I can't look myself in in the mirror if I'm a captive agent, because I know full well that a lot of these clients are better off with a carrier that I don't represent. And, and man, that was all part of my freedom jump story. But to your point, dude, there's a lot of things that happen in your head when you realize that you're not the best fit for somebody, even though you want to win them as a client. You. You maybe shouldn't win them as a client because it's not in their best interest. That's a total mind job for a captive agent, I promise you, for those of you that haven't seen that.
1: Yeah. When you present a case today and you lose, right? I, I look at it in this weird phenomenon we have. When you lose a case now, it's for a reason, right? There's a reason I'm losing a case. It's because the customer, the way I feel is the customer, just doesn't value my expertise. Yeah. And that's a, I feel like it's a pretty bold statement. Right. But, uh, you know, when we put together a package and I know you do the same, you have to have that interview process, you know, on, on any client, you know, they have to meet your guy, your requirements. They have to come from a certain channel, act a certain way. Yep. And you know, I really feel that, you know, if I present something and it's not met, it, you know, it's, they're not the perfect client for me. You know what I mean? Yep. And I'm okay with that loss today. Whereas you like you said, going back, I felt dirty. <laughs> I felt dirty presenting something and having to like finagle the product to make it work in some capacity yep. because we were trying to meet a quota. I mean, that's yeah, all you only had
0: one flavor of ice cream to deliver. And you know, what happens if chocolate is best for this client, but you only get to offer vanilla. Correct. Okay. Well, you may be able to convince them that vanilla is best for them, but what if chocolate really was best for them and they have vanilla now?
1: Yep. Whew.
0: I'm glad I don't have to have that problem anymore. That's for darn sure. No. So tell me about what what you guys have going on right now. Because I know you've got a business partner. I know you've got some real estate things going on outside of strictly the insurance world. And you, like Riskwell, you're really heavy with the inbound traffic from referrals, from channel partners, centers of influence, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Talk to me about your office as it currently is, the structure of your operation, the sort of business you guys go after, uh, and then we'll get into the sales and marketing after the demographic stuff.
1: Okay. Um, We just kind of did an update. Some guys will hear this. They'll probably not like listening to it, and it's okay. Um, We had two guys that are now going off on their own, trying to start an agency. So that's part of our – just happened in the last couple months. So there's part of our fun dynamics. You deal in the insurance world, right? Right um Mm -hmm. we have a main training up the competition right we just we we heavily trained up the competition so and I, I wish them well I truly do you know um we have one main CSR at this point in time um she handles all our back end work office work she's actually a VA so we went that route and honestly is a blessing um if you're not using a VA or you've never thought about using one there's my pitch for one like definitely go out and check it out it's worth its weight in gold Um, Mm -hmm. we have myself, I handle a lot of uh, process changes and stuff like that kind of give you a dynamic. Um, Mm -hmm. I do the bulk of the selling now, um, at this point in time, as we go into our transition, we are in a transition period. We brought on a, uh, previous farmer's agent he's selling for us. Um, so that's nice to have somebody that has knowledge and stuff in the background. Um, my wife does all back office work, so she handles payroll or, you know, commission reports and SIAA reports because we're with SIAA um, to take care of them. Um, yeah we, we have an office. We're in Dublin, Ohio. that's where our office is at. It's a fantastic location, but we're also in seven states and we're active in all seven of them. So hmm. um, as far as that I have my business partner um, he's very the way this works and and you know he'll hear this and I tell them this all the time like he is literally the not the face of the company. But he's out there shaking hands and kissing babies day in and day out, right? Like that is literally his job is to make relationships, start those things, introduce them to me, let us show our product, our offering, and stuff like that. And he's just out grinding doing that. Hmm. Um, previously, when we had the other guys at our agency, um, everybody except for our main CSR was real estate licensed. That includes me. So that's another part of our business, um, we're all real estate licensed in the state of Ohio or you know the, the local MLS or however you want to look at it. Uh, the team itself did just over $25 million in homes last year. So that's a bulk of like business. It's not many homes in the grand scheme of things, but that kind of leads into where our business comes from. Um, we mm-hmm. try to have paved a way in the community for real estate as a power player in, in the insurance side of things. Um, we've made, you know, a lot of relationships happen in that way. Um, our business just like yours is hundred percent referral based. Um, we don't pay for any leads. We don't do any lead gen or anything that's directed towards insurance clients. There's nothing like that happens. Um, we don't pay for any marketing and we can talk about that in a minute, but, um, that's sure. just kind of, kind of the way our office is. Um, just crossed over 1.3 on um, we we'll, we just crossed over 1.3, really getting close to 1.4. It's been a great month and it will be in premium, million in premium, which is nice. Um, I always like preface that with, we were number one last year with our, our group at SIA. We did almost 700,000 of that last year. So Awesome. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's in, in the time we've been in business, like we doubled and then doubled and then doubled again. And uh, hopefully this year we're on pace to do over that, which is really nice I'm trying to get us to that 100000 a month, which is where I want to be. We're a low premium state. So yeah.
0: You know, when you look at everything. For those of you that are not familiar with <laughs> Ohio, it's about 35 or 40% of the average account premium as, as Texas. So uh, Grayson's operation, if you transplant it to Texas, is, is about a $3.5 million book. Yeah. So uh, yeah, what you're doing in Ohio is, is really great to see, man, for sure.
1: We're trying. It's a lot of work. And I always joke with people. You know, I joke with like you had Joe uh, Camper on and whatnot. I joke with him. or I joke, I joke with a bunch of people, right? And it's like you hear these premiums of other states and you're like, man, I, it would be nice to write four accounts for $25,000 in premium, right? Like that would yeah. be awesome. You know, so we've, we've tried to expand in that in, in a capacity of just our lender partners, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's knowledge first. I think you're that way. You're a big knowledge guy. Knowledge first in the market. Make sure you have the right placement of of carriers. Then go after the market. Because I'm not going to open up and be like, okay, I'm back to being captive again. I got two carriers for you. Hopefully it fits, you know. And then it's something down in Houston and Texas. You know what I mean? And and you don't have the right carrier that works for them. So, um, you know, that that's kind of our dynamic. Well, if
0: it makes you feel any better, I'm in the Dallas Fort Worth market. And Houston is a whole different animal. Uh, we, we actively turn business away uh, and, and look to place it with other agents that are local to Houston because there's so many of those carriers that won't even talk to me. Mm-hmm. And we're in Texas, we're in the Dallas Fort Worth area, but the carrier's like, oh, you're not coastal. Your office isn't coastal. Bye. We're not interested <laughs> in talking to you. It's like, hold on a second. I was like, no, we don't care. We have more than enough agents in the areas we want to have agents. So, I mean, proof's in the pudding, man. I yeah. don't know if Texas is one of your states, but if it is, God help you. Because it is, is an interesting state to be working in right now. It's, it's not nearly as bad as California and Florida and New York, um, but it's not too far behind. So, for those of you thinking, oh, hey, there's so much premium in Texas. I want to write business there. Not so fast, my friend. It's not quite as rosy as it might seem at first glance.
1: It's a mess, honestly. So we're there, right? We're there. It's a mess. I don't like seeing a Texas policy, honestly. I really don't. My <laughs> lender sends it to me, and, and those, I'm like, I'm For nervous. those of
0: us that are in Texas are annoyed when non-resident people are riding here because it's like, yeah. there are so many insurance people in Texas. We don't need non-residents here. There's literally like 25,000 insurance agents in the state of Texas, probably more than that now. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> Well, when we you say just it's messed up, dude, you're not lying.
1: We just got asked so hard because, like, our business model. So, I'll hop into that referral and lenders and like circle center of influence, right? Our business model is is like I said, it's 100 referrals. So we have we have lenders that are writing in all 50 states. They're everywhere, and they just got tired of freaking sending it out to somebody else, you know. And finally, it was like, guys, if you're gonna tell me what state to be in, I'll be there but you've got to support business. We have to write enough to be active enough to have the knowledge to be able to move, right? I can't just go down there for one one measly old policy. We're not going to do that. And honestly, this whole past year, we looked and looked and looked and we kind of debated and debated and debated. You know, we watched business go. We referred business out and finally said, all right, we'll take a stab at it. You know, and this is our test year. It's gone well. You know, we've lost a lot of policies to GEICO and I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to write that policy and that's okay. And that's the way I take it here in Ohio too. So we take that same approach. It's got to be the right policy. It's got to be the right thing and built the right way or I'm okay if you go somewhere else. I mean, honestly.
0: So. Well, and the it takes so much discipline and it's not possible. It is absolutely not possible when you get it. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I don't usually do this when I am recording but uh i have one of those little things on my microsoft teams where it's like important important (laughs) it's like okay hold on a second for those of you listening i apologize i'm back now it took me all of eight seconds to type that out um the the discipline to tell someone this is how we do business this is what is best for you mr or mrs insured and if you want to do business a different way, if you want a monoline quote, for instance, that's fine. You are welcome to do that. You're just going to do it somewhere else because we're not giving you a monoline quote. Well, you can't just give me a quote. No, we can't just give you a quote. Now, it's, for those of you that haven't yet made your freedom jump, it sounds ludicrous to hear me say that. And it may very well be that you can't do that the first year. The first 18 months maybe, but the sooner you institute agency standards, and I'd love to hear you talk about this, Grace, because I know you have a similar mindset. The sooner you institute agency standards that are reflected in the comp you pay your people, the easier it's going to be for you to get that crap out of your pipeline and off of your book. That, that low profit, low retention, uh, low volume account that is going to leave you the first second someone's $10 a month cheaper. So uh, how do you approach that process, my man? Because I know you guys have a, a really high quality, high density book. Uh, how do you go about doing that?
1: Um, so, yeah, we have agency standards is is super important for us. That's the first thing we talk about, we teach on, we discuss if it's a new producer, new CSR, new VA, it doesn't matter. Agency standard is just super important, right? If you're going to get a quote in our office, I, I don't even... so. When we input into Easy Links, into our Raider, it is with our agency standard. I don't care what you ask for. You're by, you're, you had a 1997 or 1970 Ford Pinto, you're getting full coverage with 100, 300, right? And it might not be the right thing to do, but we quote to provide a value in a certain way for the client to mm-hmm. explain, right? Um, if you have higher coverages that we found that we're, you know, using tools and tech to get that information, um, cool. We'll go with that higher and we'll put that in there. Right. But we force that because you have to start the conversation somewhere back in the day. Again, it's like looking at the original. So think about when you were originally a farmer's agent and you had to feed your family. Right. So you're coming out the gate and you're like, I've got to sell every policy on the man. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. I'll write whatever I can write. Um,
0: you want a quote? Sure. I'll give you a quote.
1: Yeah. So with that being said, you would sell your soul to get that policy. You had to because you couldn't feed yep. your family. You, you yep. just couldn't feed your family. And when you realize that, yes, that's important, but it's also important to truly take care of the client and make sure the client understands the needs and understands the process and understands the, everything you're providing, it's important, right? Um, yep. when, you, when you turn that over, to the other side, it's easy to have that conversation with a client if you've done your justice. So we'll give you an example, heavy into property, right? Got a California investor called me, been working with them for a couple months. It's cool. They had some, found us on Google, right? So it's a great, we're doing that. We have that active traffic coming to us. I don't know why they found us on Google because they're in Cincinnati buying properties and we're in Columbus, but hey, we're doing something right. And, um, Fast forward, we're five policies in for them, and he's buying a policy in Kentucky, which we're licensed in, which is a whole other beast, in my opinion.
0: (laughs) Kentucky is another different state.
1: I don't understand. I've never understood it, but I'll never, you know, it's whatever, (laughs) right? Like, it's just weird. Uh, So, we're putting together the policy for them, and um, again, our process, we put it together, right? Right. And I send it to him, and he balks at the price the first time. It's a commercial building. It's the way it should be written. It's got commercial tenant. It's doing all that stuff. Premium's a little high. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little, I thought it was a little high, but it's Kentucky. I I don't you know it's that's Kentucky though. Um, yeah. checked the whole bunch of other carriers. Fast forward two days prior to closing, lender. He's going. They're doing hard money lending because they're investors, right? Sure. Hard money lender out of since are out of Dayton. Calls up my office and is like, hey, that's expensive. They don't need that policy. I'm like, good to know. That's great. Thanks for, thanks for giving me the information. Calls the customer up and says, hey, you need to shop with my guy.
0: All right. And that, that's when you pause and go, oh, hell no. <laughs> you know what, Mr. Hard Money Lender, how about I have them get their loan from my guy? And oh, by the way, screw you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, no, no, I just let it go. I've never, I don't know this hard money lender, so I didn't, and they're like ready to close. I mean, they're yeah. like trying to sign documents. So, I did not yeah. know that route with this one, but I'm, I'm no, with you. I, That's the yeah. conversation though. But you're right though. We yeah. have those conversations. So, anyways, so we're having this, <laughs> yeah. we're ha- I'm not lying. So, he, gets, he gives the other agent a call, the other agent, and again, I knew it was going to take time. These risks take time to underwrite. You have to do it right. Okay? Yeah. There's it's no not. way
0: they're going to do it in one business day.
1: Sure enough, they did. Okay. And you want to know something? They put it on foremost paper. And you want to know something? It was underinsured. It was insured yeah. improperly. And XXXX X, 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 and X, right? Yeah.
0: How many problems can you find with it in 30 seconds?
1: Exactly. I'm literally at the gym. So that morning, um, I'm, I'm, I, I, I I come in the office because I didn't get to go to the gym like my normal day at 530. I, I, hit, th- I hit the office. I go to the gym at like 9.30 because I'm like, I got to just digress. Like this pissed me off, right? Like just that next day kind of just threw me off. I get an email from the guy. I remember California time. He sends it to me at like five o'clock his time. He gets it or whatever. And I see this freaking thing. I just like, I'll call you in a bit, <laughs> right? That's to, my, that's to my investor. I'm like, I'll call you in a little bit. I call him. I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. If you're going to leave me for $500 in premium difference, go for it that's your prerogative because that's what it boiled down. This to, is a was,
0: crap policy
1: was fi- for a crap policy. Right. Yeah. And I went through, I just said like three different things to this guy. And he's like, I'm gonna be honest with you, Grayson. This is exactly why I'm doing business with you. I'm going to call the lender and let him know that other guy's policy sucks. And I'm like, this is why we institute our processes. This is why we institute our agency yep. standards. This is why we do what we do. You know what I mean? Yep. And we get that time in and time out. Like, Honestly, I know you got a lot of reviews. You guys are mm-hmm. inbound and you work that. That is the best thing an agency can do. Screw paying for marketing. Read our reviews online. Yep. Read them. They're not just five-star, you're done. They're like, their process was fantastic. They explained it. They did this. They did that. They did this. Yep. They did that. So.
0: Well, and I, I love it because we got a, just real quick as a, as a side item, we got a four-star day before yesterday. First four-star we've had in I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. We might have two or three four-stars <laughs> out of our 320 reviews. But my, my producer walks in and he's like, you know what? This doesn't even bother me. It just makes our five-stars look that much more real. And I was like, you know what? If someone's pissed for a dumb reason and they leave a one-star review, if their one-star is drowned out in a 20-to-1 ratio, a 50-to-1 ratio by yeah. five-stars, I'm cool with that. Because I tell you, it, to the consumer, 4.8 stars with 315 reviews or whatever we've got right now, looks so much more authentic than
1: 5.0.: Yeah. Or so, Or like you're saying, a review, like a, a, a pair, a story.:
0: An actual ask, story. Yeah
1: I ask every single time I get off the phone with a customer pre-binding, pre-taking everything, I know they're going with me. I've got this in the bag. Hey, you mind leaving me a review. Can you give me a detailed review? I know you found us on Google. Give me a review like you found us, right? And yeah. I, I asked for that. And you'd be surprised. The heartfelt reviews that are left just go a million miles for your agency. Yeah. It's not just, you know, And you, but you know, you're know, you right. 4.8 stars looks really, really, really good instead of five or, you know, in some capacity. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it, it's a different process. So
0: Yeah. Well, and doing what you do in a market like the you know columbus in central ohio where you have probably one and a half million people within 50 miles of your office Mm -hmm. is such a different process in other markets very different in dfw where you draw a circle 50 yard or 50 mile circle around my office there's about eight and a half million people and it's it's such a different process, but the cool thing is, and this is part of why AFP is so powerful, the principle of what you just said, the value of getting a detailed review, not just someone who clicks the five-star button and moves on about their day. Someone spent a minute, two minutes on their keyboard going, Grayson and the team at Mission did this for me. Like, if you're a casual observer on Google, that means a lot. Because there's this book I'm I'm reading right now called Marketing uh, Rebellion. And it basically is talking about traditional advertising is on the dead, the the surgery table. Like it's dead. Traditional ad-based marketing is dead. People don't trust ads anymore. Whether it's, you know, Spotify or your streaming service or whatever, fill in here. Nobody listens to ads anymore. They skip the commercials whenever they can. So what you've got set up there is so powerful because that authentic marketing where your customer is in charge of the marketing, there's so much power there. And I I love that you've figured that out. I don't know how many reviews you've got, but you've got enough to be creating synergy in your office.
1: 140 as of yesterday. So, and I'll take it. I mean,
0: no, that's not, for your market that is really impressive, dude. I imagine you are you are almost certainly best in class in your market with the number of good reviews. Yeah. We are. No, it's awesome. Real quick, I uh, hold on, I've got my little volume thing here. There we go. Um, you're in SIAA like I am, the Strategic Insurance Agents Alliance, and believe it or not, you're the first of my guests that is a current member of SIAA. What I'd love to talk about for just a minute or two because this comes up pretty often in the insurance groups that I'm in where people talk about aggregators, clusters, alliances, whatever. Everybody has strong opinions about SIA. Uh, I have not been shy about my perspective. I think they're phenomenal uh, for the right agency owner. I think it is a wonderful fit uh, depending on your master agency, depending on where you are in the country because there are some master agents that just stink Uh, most of the ones that I've uh, been involved with or talked to seem like they've got it going on. Uh, You've been with them since you went independent. Uh, I'd love to hear your take. One, why did you pick SIAA other than the obvious of they are the biggest and baddest by a mile, which may be part of what you're doing? Uh, Why did you pick them? And second, what's been your experience now two and a half years in or, or three and a half years in, I should say?
1: Um, so while we picked them, uh, we looked at a bunch of contracts just like you did, just like I would encourage everybody to do. Um, yeah, absolutely. If you're not looking yes. at them, reading them, you know, combing through them, I, what are you doing anyways? And that's just my opinion. Um, you can start scratch. It's very, very difficult depending on your market. I think you can start completely scratch. Um, uh, you know, I will tell you like Ohio, for example, everybody talks about progressive, you're not going to get progressive in Ohio. Scratch. You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and that's kind of surprising to say. Like they're, They give out appointments, but they don't actually. It took us six, seven months or whatever to get progressive, surprisingly. And um, it's just a part of the process, right? Uh, so anyways, we looked at all as many contracts as we could. There were some new ones coming on at the time. Uh, We analyze just different versions. There's a bunch of local ones actually in Central Ohio, believe it or not. They've changed names and they've done this, that, and another. Um, We looked at the people that we were working with. Something I encourage, it's not just about the contracts, it's about the people. That's what you talk about, master agency, right? So you have to analyze the people. Who are you going to be working with? Who are you going to send your business through or to or however that might be? So I think that's important. Um, And at the end of the day, we just kind of analyzed that whole thing and said, SIAA was the right decision for us. I'll take it a step further. Um, A buddy of ours, well, I think he's not an insurance agency owner anymore. He's worked, you know, he's gone through some things. Bill Catman, Mm -hmm. you know, Bill, you met Bill, right? Uh, I met Bill.
0: Yeah, it's been a couple of years ago, but yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, So Bill Catman, for example, um, his business partner, so he was in a, a business, uh, insurance agency out of Missouri. And, um, he was like, when I was going through trying to decide what we were going to do, his, he showed me t- a couple different ones that were in his area. Obviously guy had experience and he said, Hey, why don't you talk to my business partner? We've been with SIA. and I don't want him to give you a true view of it. I mean, guy's been in the business for 20 plus years, 30 years or whatever at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And, since before
0: siaa was a thing
1: yeah and they joined siaa with millions of premium on the books okay so nonetheless i talked to him and i said i i just asked him is it worth it and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna explain this to you i've made more money with them than without them easy enough conversation at the end of the day for yeah. me right now it takes it a step further and um you, you have to analyze it, right? It, and, and I think it's for a certain type of agency, like you said. If you're mm-hmm. an active agent, if you're looking to grow, if you're looking to push the boundaries of what's out there, SIAA is an unbelievable fit, yep. I personally think. If you maximize what they are offering you, what they bring to the table, it's a perfect fit. Yeah, That's my opinion of them.
0: And I'll just personalize it for just a second. I stroked a check to them uh, literally two days ago for July's production. And it was for $2,500, almost $2,600 that I paid to, to my master agency. And a lot of people would look at that and go, okay, well, what did you get for that? You know what I got for that? Probably eight or nine phone calls in the month of July Four strategic questions, market analysis. Hey, do you know so-and-so at this carrier? I, I need help with such and such. And oh, by the way, negotiated contracts, negotiated bonus points, negotiated profit sharing, contingency, and perks with carriers like Liberty Mutual saying, hey, you know what? You did a great job in Q2. You did the you know what we asked you to. You exceeded the benchmark. We're going to give you five points for bonus in Q3. The only reason I got that was the relationship that SIA has with Liberty at the national level trickles down to regional and then local. Would okay. I, Could I do it from scratch? Probably, yeah. I, I know the way that I'm wired. I could have gone full scratch, but it would have been a lot slower growth and it would have been a lot harder because there's no one to ask questions of. Um, you and I are perfect examples of, of guys that have flourished in the captive side and flourished much more so on the independent side. We're wired to be tribal. And you and I uh, have similar paths in different parts of the country, but we're wired for tribal, you know, warfare. We, we're not lone rangers. We're not going into a, a conversation without any backup. You know, it's like the sheriff and the deputy. We always have backup because that master agency has been through a lot more battles than we've been through. They've seen all the the fights. They know how everything ends up playing out because their sample size is so much larger. So whether it's SIA or it's Keystone or Iroquois or Agents Alliance or you know Rocky Mountain West or uh, Donnell's Group Canyonlands. I mean, there's so many good alliances. Sure. And at this day and age, honestly, I don't see why anyone, unless you're just you know a fan of fluffing your own ego and going, I did this all by myself, you know, okay, well, good for you. Um, I didn't, I had help and my book's bigger than yours is (laughs) la 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 (laughs) la.
1: It's sad though. You're right. I will tell you this. So side story of what makes sense about a master agency and working with SIA or another group. Um, you know, we have a situation that goes down. Not only do you have your master agency people there to help you in some capacity, you have a SIAA territory manager. You have a SIA manager for the carrier. You have a SIA representative for the carrier. You get, you get special treatment. I mean, I hate to say it. You truly do have more people on your side to provide solutions for you. And it's, yeah. it's unbelievable the way that works. It, it, if you're not exercising those rights, then, then again, it's not the thing for you. If you're not going to yeah. call and ask for help, if you're not going to get them involved, it's not for you. And that's okay. And I think to recognize that, it's important. So
0: Absolutely. And, mm. and you know, like anything else, is it a right good fit for you? Well, it depends. How do you want to play the game? How are yeah. you going to leverage the resources at your disposal? Yeah. So uh, this is a little bit past halfway. It's a few minutes past halfway, but it's a great time for a commercial break. So we're going to pause right now and uh, let our sponsor run. And we'll come right back after this. Hey, Freedom Jumper. Are you looking to take your business to the next level? Who isn't, right? Write more business and see your agency succeed with NBS. a Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, they understand the challenges local agents face in the constantly changing marketplace. That's why they offer a wide array of personal and commercial markets and policy options to help you meet the needs of your customers, no matter how unique or outlandish they may be. With a team of experienced and dedicated professionals that provide you with the support and guidance you need to see your agency succeed, Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't just survive in the competitive insurance industry, thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. Get started today. Learn more at nbsbrokerage.com. Okay, thanks for joining us for the second part of the episode. Uh, I'm sure whatever commercial it was was fantastic, and you should definitely get a demo with whichever company that was uh, Advisor Evolved, Glovebox, uh, Podium, um, ePay Policy. I'm not sure who it was, but they're a quality vendor. And thank you for supporting Agency Freedom Podcast. As we get into uh, the rest of the interview, because I know you have some really cool things going on with the sales and marketing side of things. I wanted to check the box because we, we try to get all of our guests to, to just do the quick rundown of the systems and technology, the, the resources. Everybody wants to know vendor stuff. Who are you using for such and such? You know, AMS, CRM, all the alphabet soup things. Run us through your tech stack real quick and any vendors that you feel like are central to the way that you do business.
1: Um, so we're EasyLinks from an AMS Raider standpoint. Uh, we do use a little bit of uh, our own created Go High Level on the back end. If we do some marketing or email blast, text message, something special, we might use a high level to do that. Um, everybody uses Zapier if you don't. I'm not sure if you have things connected. <laughs> um,
0: Do you we, even insurance, bro, if you yeah, don't use yeah. Zapier?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, honestly, I feel like that's, yeah, it's it's connected in some capacity somewhere and always. I don't really know, but it's there, yeah. right? Um, no doubt. We, we started using Canopy Connect. I think that's super useful if you're doing mm-hmm. any personal lines. Um, for those that are struggling with it, you're not doing it right. I don't know how to say it. And I'll tell you, I was a a product of that when I first got it. So I figured it out. You got to figure it out. That's kind of my thoughts. Um, Tried and true, DYL is our phone system. It does have a connection to EasyLinks. We've just used it since the beginning. I'm I'm kind of a creature of habit. I just stay with them. You
0: you stuck with DYL even after Farmers.
1: Yeah, even after I know Matt Vandervoort, right? So he was from Ohio. He was from Columbus and moved out to California, started DYL. Huh. So, it's super weird about that. Like, Matt Vandervoort's the, one of the owners of DYL. So Didn't
0: he used to be a DM for Farmers in Missouri?
1: Something like that. I don't know. I don't know how that all got connected in some capacity. But, um, okay. it's just, a you know, in all honesty, it works. It's everybody that's struggled with it. I'm just like, you have bad internet connection. I don't know what to tell you. So, you know. But, nonetheless, that's what we do. DYL. Um, we're Gmail, G Suite. That's what we've always used. We've tried to go to Microsoft a half a dozen times. Honestly, I hate it. I hate Microsoft, so I feel bad saying that, but I do like the G Suite it's just easy mm-hmm. it's simple it's easy to train somebody on if they don't know anything so
0: well it's like flavors of ice cream you know google microsoft as long as you're eating ice cream it doesn't really matter if it's you know vanilla or chocolate i i personally am on microsoft for everything we have their entire ecosystem in our office sure but it, we just as easily could have been on google had we started off differently i think it's just a level of comfort they're both great platforms they're at this point they're Fully integrated ecosystems. It's yep. just pick your flavor and run with it.
1: Exactly. Um, website, um, we are not at advisor Visor We're actually, is it Toastin, totsten Marketing? Uh, Toastin, okay. however that is. Uh, What's
0: that been like? Talk to me about that because I don't feel the need to toot Chris Langell's horn anymore than it's already tooted. I know. Everybody knows how how great they are. It's one flavor of ice cream. I know there's other vendors that we don't I don't personally talk about because I have no experience firsthand sure. with them. Toast and Marketing, I know Forge 3 is another one. Tell me about your experience with Toasting for those that aren't familiar with them.
1: Um I, honestly I've had a great experience. It was extremely customized. Um it was very very customized. I mean, our website's not customized in any real capacity, but it is. From what we come from, I built our website originally, not uh, insurance splash or anything. I literally went on and built a Squarespace website and we ran that. We only only have been using Toastin for six months. We ran a Squarespace website that I did the domain, I did everything Hmm. for three years or more, right? So it's like, so I I handled all that stuff, all the back end, all the lead lead pages, squeeze pages, you name the pages, all the everything. And then. Um, when I interviewed, because again, um, contracts are the devil. In my opinion, when it comes to any marketing plan you do or anything you do, you have to interview people and, um, nothing against Chris. I like Chris. I've talked to him a dozen times. I like Chris a lot. Um, I've talked to him more than my marketing guy, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's a, <laughs> That's he's Chris a awesome, for you. Yeah. That's Chris for you. He's just a, he's he's an, he's just awesome a guy. good dude. He really, really is.
0: It's a shame um, he boots for the wrong football team, but that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah, Go I'm, Cowboys. I,
1: yeah, there you go, there you go. <laughs> um, but it's it's one of those things that we just when I interviewed, I had a better experience with Toston, mm-hmm. and he went he just went above and beyond answering my questions. I want to say we had like a well over an hour and a half long first phone call. Because mm. I wanted to make, I don't like to jump programs. I mean, heck, I got DYL, for goodness sakes, right? Yeah. I mean, I've had that for, what, 10 years now? It's it's like driving
0: your trusty 2008 Chevy Suburban. Yeah. Because it's comfortable and it drives great. You know what yeah. I mean? So nothing wrong so, with that. That's the, was, the, there's a lot of success in that path. You don't have to have the newest and shiniest thing. You know, reliable and functional is one very good path to success.
1: Yeah. And and it's customizable, too. We can do more with DYL, and it still works. We can do more with our website, and it still works. I wanted something we could grow with. You know, maybe we'll have to change in the future, but the reality of it is the package and what we got from them was important, and that's what I enjoyed. Um, and, you know, we can really do anything with them. I just encourage – I don't like Forge 3. I mean, not to play bad against anybody. The guy just wouldn't take the hint that I didn't want to work with him and keeps calling. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I hate to say that. Like, n- neither Advisor Evolve or Toastin, and you might X this out of this thing, and that's cool. But that's the reality, right?
0: I no, just No, here, here's the thing, dude. About- it is nothing more than your opinion. Like I said at the beginning, we don't edit anything out unless something accidentally slips that's like a violation of a contract somewhere. Yeah. But the beauty of this podcast and why it's so successful in such a short time frame is we are real as real gets. We're not making any value judgments. You know, if someone came in here and was like, carrier insert here sucks. <laughs> you know, this company that I worked with, they're horrible. I'm, I'm not going to allow that on this show. Uh, yeah. Those are value statements instead of a factual statement of personal experience that nobody can argue with. Yeah. When, you, when you say, hey, I didn't have a good experience with Forge 3. Their sales guy was really pushy. Okay. Well, that's not a value judgment. You didn't say forge three sucks. You said I had a bad experience and here's why. The same goes for when we talk about carriers, because you know, some people get all hot and bothered when we're openly discussing I used to be a farmer's agent in, in your case as well. And when we openly talk about our experience with that carrier. Now we're not divulging, you know, proprietary coverage information or something that's inside of a policy or some sort of trade secret because that's a great way to get yourself sued but w- we are the the open discussion of personal experience in an authentic fashion i think is missing from the marketplace it's certainly missing from a lot of facebook groups uh, that so many of us are very active in because everybody just grandstands for their preferred vendor and it's almost like they come out and aggressively defend the decision that they made to work with that company mm-hmm. instead of having a candid exchange of ideas. So I love what you're saying. That's wonderful. Uh, where the, you know, you picked Tostin, but you also talked to Advisor Evolved and Forge 3. But, but just having that dialogue of here was the process. This is why I picked this vendor. This is why I didn't pick the other sure. vendor. Man, thank you for that, because that is a perfect example of of what is right in podcast land, what just happened there. So there's my soapbox. Yes. <laughs> so we are we're about 10 minutes away from the end of this thing. Uh, I would love to hand you the microphone again and talk with you. Uh, about your process for success with sales and marketing. Uh, You obviously, like you said earlier, you're doing something different with the real estate side of things. It's so much easier to get a lender to send you business when you are a realtor as well. And you have plenty of opportunity to put warm leads in the hands of loan originators. So that's a pretty huge advantage, my friend. Uh, But other than that very obvious advantage, uh, what are you guys doing in the sales and marketing game that's having success for your business
1: um from a marketing perspective the way I would look at it our biggest investment we make on an annual basis is a top golf platinum membership right okay that's it I mean i that is our bread and butter you want to talk about what we do we are relate we're in the relationship business right that's that's what we are in we're not in the we're not in the insurance business. We're in this to make relationships with people. That includes your clients in some yeah. capacity. Make them like you. Make them like what you're pro- providing to them. And they're going to buy from you. And they're going to stay with you. And they're going to buy from you and stay with you and all that good stuff. And they're going to refer to you. That is that is what business we're in. Um, to- we got a TopCoff membership, a Platinum membership. Um, we haven't as of yet because we really started this six months, couple months before COVID started. So it's been going on for a while um, or the, you know, the year before COVID, but at the end of it, we started and, you know, we just meet and greet. I, I, I pre COVID literally would go up multiple times a week, sit at Topgolf for a couple hours, have meetings back to back to back, you know, hit some golf balls with everybody, have a drink, eat some food, work, hit some more golf balls. You know, we just did that. That was a part of our marketing spiel. We wanted to get you out of the element If you're a lender, if you're a real estate agent, if you're any type of referral person, get you out of the business true element and just create a relationship with you. Create a a business relationship and referral partnership. Um, A lot of that does stem from the real estate side of things. People want to meet with me. Did like $2 million in homes in the past year. So, you know, I'd say that's pretty good with what we have going on. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, so it's like, that's just my piece of the puzzle. So, of course, I have people knocking on my door to meet with me, which is okay. Um, but that, that, is, that is the big thing. So, that's only part of the puzzle. You know, we got to get them to send us to, to find a reason to work with us. Um, then The next thing is, is just the, the proposition that you're providing, right? Our agency, and just like yours in some capacity, if not the same, You know, I pitch it. We have more carriers than the average independent agency. We truly do. Yeah. Um, We have access, direct access, in some capacity, any access to more carriers than your standard agency. And we focus on that for a reason because I don't want to lose to a carrier I have.
0: That's the worst, man. That's
1: a painful experience, right?
0: That is a kick to the groin like almost nothing else when you lose and you had them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we came out the gate, and I'll never forget when we came out the gate, we kept losing to Hippo Insurance, right? Um, we didn't have Hippo at the time. We got Hippo because we there's a there's a need for them. Ever, love hate every carrier out there. There's a need for Guard. There's a need for Hippo. Just like there's a need for Farmers Insurance. I mean, I hate to say it, yeah. believe it or not, there is a true need for that company in the market there is. in some capacity. Absolutely. So, um you know we've gone out we sought out the direct appointments which is what i would tell you if you even get a master agency if you work with an sia or somebody don't just rely on them to provide things go find other carriers outside of it that your contract will allow which should yep. allow everybody but go get the carriers that you want to work with that are going to fill the niche and for yep. us it's been a very broad base experience like we got a lot we have a ton um you know we have no premium requirements which is awesome part of being with SIA but also part of what who we are I don't sell that I'm not gonna push you X company for uh, one more point I'm gonna push the company that's right fit for the customer right yeah I'll never I'll never do that my wallet will never get b- bigger because I push a carrier over somebody else and I think that real and candid experience for the customer as we explain it to them I mean I tell them like I don't care if I get, that's why progressive is a need in the market. That's why guard's a need in the market, right? So um, you make that experience with the lender. That's what we've made with our lenders. Sorry, the long and the short, I can become long-winded. But that's, we make that experience explaining to them that we have a a very thorough process as far as like how we quote, how we turn around business for people. Um, We'll accept the information in a lot of different ways. We customize it for each lender partner. Um, kind of different than you. I know you want it in one channel. We want it in the channel that fits for them. And um, and sure. that's okay. So it's a, whether you send me a 1003 or you go to my website and fill out my form or send me a text message, write a piece of paper and throw it like in a paper airplane. I don't yeah. really care because I know what I need to quote and I know how to quote business and no. I will always communicate with the customer, get the rest of it. So it's okay. I like that experience.
0: You know, I got to say, I have learned the air of my ways when it comes to expecting a channel partner to be enthusiastic about a shiny toy that you think they want to play with. Uh, We have found out in the last three or four months that, yeah, that custom landing page that we thought was going to make it really easy for them. No, they just want to text you, your personal cell phone, someone's name, phone, and email and move on. They don't want to do anything else. It it was the strangest thing to me because I'm like... Why won't you just send me a 1003 that already has all the information on it? Well, we don't do it that way. I was like, okay. Well, if I want to keep this referral relationship, I better stop asking questions and just do my job. So we adjusted. And I mean, anybody that knows me knows I really don't like doing manual things. Like the idea of copying down someone's name, phone, and email from a text message that some lender sent my personal cell phone. Golly, that is just obnoxious. I don't like that at all. But you know what? We got the referral, and yep. we wrote we wrote the business. So at the end of the day, do I care about my process and and streamlining and efficiency, or do we want to meet the need, deliver the problem, you know, the solution to the problem, and write the business? So, man, yeah, t- you said to your point. Oh, we've got a we've got a, a process that we have people follow. Yeah, if it's a client if it's a prospect, we make people do it that way because that's how we do it. And if you don't like it, go somewhere else. But when it comes to a channel partner relationship, yeah, absolutely, man. Flexibility uh, is the best ability. Yeah, And don't, don't let your ego get in the way of collecting the referral. No, um, I, I, I totally agree with you.
1: I burnt myself at the beginning of this by doing that. You guys got to send it to me this way. Use this woofoo form. Use this lead page that's got this woofoo that... Send it to my website that zaps over to here and pops into here. And then it was broken. And I looked like an idiot because it broke somehow, right? <laughs> you know, yep. I forced that process too many times and it bit me too many times. And yeah. I realized I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? And that's okay. That's really okay to be that. Um, understand your faults. And I, I applaud that, like you seeing that, um, you know, because I, I did that very early on and just adapted so
0: um, yeah it's it's so silly when you think about technology and it's easy to see the shine you know the shiny stuff syndrome as we call it get distracted but at the end of the day the client doesn't notice or care about that most of the time all they want is faster easier good price do you have good advice do you take care of me when i need something are you easy to work with yep that's that means more than technology and
1: so here's what I'll leave you with, though. Here's, our, here's our la- my last little piece. And this is something I'll be talking about um, with, uh, at the SIA conference. one of the speakers. And um, we do every single person that walks into our agency for a quote. I don't care if it's an sr 22 anything that we are working on and we got our hands on. Every person gets a customized video proposal anywhere between five minutes and 15 minutes long, or more, if it's a big risk, lots of properties, lots of this, lots of that, every single time. We sell value and value and value. We pack it with more value, we sell more value, we do more value, we do everything. We explain the property, the policy, the coverages, everything, every single time to every customer. And that is our golden ticket to our lenders. They love that. They actually love that more than the customers do. Because yep. what that does is that sures up that policy so they don't have to go wait on another person to get them a EOI and a invoice and this, that, and another. The customer's like, okay, I'd like that policy. That sounds freaking awesome. You know what I mean? And it just changes that whole process. So we really focus on that. That's our golden ticket. That's our big thing. If I could tell you one thing, use Loom. Use any video service you want to. We use Loom. I shoot. 3, 5, 10 a day, whatever it takes. You know what I mean? And it takes a little bit of my time, a little bit of setup and send out the customer. I know when they see it, I call them back. Hey, saw you saw my video. How'd that look? Got any questions? Didn't think you would. Are you ready to buy? Yes, I am. 90% of the time, that's the conversation, you know, and yeah. it's position in the market. You sell, and, and it goes back to that, like uh, agency minimums. I sold them the agency minimums. I sold them everything because when you just send out like a blanket quote and say, Hey, Mr. Mrs. Customer, take this 99% of the time they take that thing and they look at it. And I know everybody can't see this, but if you're watching the video, you got this line item of sheet, right? And, and they go down and they're like, okay, this cost me, uh, $650. And then they look down zero, 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 zero. That's included. That's included. Oh, 25, 48, 115. Whoa, 115. Yeah, I don't need that. Boom, boom, boom. They just go down that, and they don't see the value or the need in it. So when we, when you explain that value and need, it changes everything, guys. Water backup is is the number two claim that occurs in Ohio. That's why I'm charging you seventy dollars or 112 dollars, or whatever it is. You know, replacement cost in your roof that you're buying here with this Grange policy costs you 87 dollars. This is why you need it, right? It's the number one claim in Ohio. So when yep. you explain that to them, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm good with that. I'm cool. I'm cool. So, you know, that, that, that's our, that's my value proposition at the end of the day. I mean, I might not have these strong things that we do in some capacity. It might not be this huge tech company and all this stuff, but our value proposition to our customers and our, our lender partners and stuff is just, it's next level, um, you know, as far as how we make it happen. So
0: now I love what I'm hearing, man. My takeaway from your episode for anyone who wants the, you know, the 32nd version of what is an hour long conversation is simply be m- mindful of the customer experience make decisions in your agency that reflect the best outcome for the client not necessarily what you think is best for your office there's got to be a balance of some sort now where you you definitely need technology you need those systems and processes to automate so you can scale and grow and be more profitable mm-hmm. but you can't do that if your clients aren't you know, raving fans of how you guys do business. So, yeah, was that was that a nice little uh, cherry on top of the Sunday?
1: I'd say so. I'd say so. Yep.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, how can people get a hold of you if they want to reach out uh, to you know pick your brain on the real estate side of things or anything else that's come up in this episode? What's your preferred way to communicate?
1: Man, just like all my lender partners and everybody else, you can hit me up on Instagram, Facebook snail mail hip, any way possible in all in all reality if you want you know find me on one of those i get you my cell phone facebook message honestly it doesn't matter i want to be a wealth of knowledge to people just like you do james i mean it's important to uh help people and you know help them know like the opportunity that's out there so um awesome anyway what's works.
0: your handle on instagram
1: uh grayson e thompson
0: Cool. Okay. E like Edward and Thompson, common last name spelling. Yep. Well, dude, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for being here on uh, this episode 18 of Agency Freedom Podcast. For all my freedom jumpers out there, uh, thanks for being who you are. Thanks for running with us. Uh, click to, uh, to visit the website uh, and sign up for our email list if that's your jam. The most important thing that I'll say as far as action from our current listeners please join our Facebook group. It's simply called Agency Freedom Podcast. You put that in the search window. Uh, I don't... Think Grayson's in there. I think he joined recently, Uh, but I'm in there and all the other Freedom Jumpers. We are trying really hard to build a community of actual real value with authentic communication, asking questions, getting real answers from people in the trenches just like you are. So, uh, join the Facebook group and then obviously, like we talked about at the beginning, you know, subscribe, leave a review, share all those good things. Uh, And we're going to end this episode on that note. Thank you to my guest. Grayson Thompson from Mission Insurance in Dublin, Ohio. And uh, that's it for this episode, boys and girls. We will catch you on the flip side. Uh, Make it a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks.